this is Dominic, wedding DJ. And this is Serena, wedding planner. And together we are the, the wedding, wedding duo. duo. We are here to talk all things weddings. Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help. So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas. Let's have some fun. Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The The Wedding Wedding Duo. Duo. Welcome back to The Wedding Duo Podcast. Hooray! We made it. (laughs) Episode five, and we are here to talk about a very important subject, something near and dear to our hearts. What is that? Music. Finally, we're going to talk about music. Oh my gosh, so exciting. And mostly the music we're going to talk about, obviously, for your wedding day. But people ask all the time, like, well, what songs do I need to, like, pick a song for? Like, what parts of the night do I need to pick a song? Well, how many songs do I have to pick? Do I have to pick dinner music? Do I have to pick dance music? And the answer is, I don't know, if you want to. <laughs> there are a lot of options when it comes to music. And sometimes people don't think about how much thought can go into this part of your event. Um, we have a document that we send out to all of our couples that helps outline this. And that's what we're going to cover today is what songs do you need for what part of each event going on in the night? And the way I like to describe it, there are people out there that are really into music. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's your thing, like take some time, put some effort into it. There's other people that are just like, I'm not really into music. I'm more interested in the flowers. I'm more interested in the dress. I'm more interested in work in the room and drink in with my peeps, right? right? But if you see a great movie, this is how I like to describe it. You see a great movie. If that great movie has a great soundtrack, it takes it to a whole nother level. Am I right? So true. I love movies. I love music. However, your wedding day, like your DJ or your band or whomever is providing the music, they provide the soundtrack to your big wedding day, right? Mm -hmm. So I take it very seriously when I'm talking with a couple, especially if they're music fans, like I'm in the weeds with them. Let's figure this stuff out. But like a movie or a play, if you will, uh, I look at it like like act one, two, three, and four. There we are, act one, at the ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. At the altar. And you have different music for your ceremony. And then you go to act two, which is generally the cocktail hour, if you're doing that. Again, you can have a different feel with your music there. Act three is dinner. And you're gonna have, you can even have different music there. And then act four is dancing, which is, of course, going to be a little bit different than, say, the ceremony. <laughs> right. You <clears throat> may not be playing the same music during dancing as you are during the ceremony. But the other thing to <laughs> think not. about... Unless you want to come down the aisle to LMFAO, we can make that happen. We could. <laughs> it's Here been done, come. I'm sure. Um, the other thing to think about is the emotions that music can invoke, right? There's a lot of emotion tied to music. So especially for the ceremony, which is where we're going to start, we talk a lot about on our TikTok channel, just the timing of these songs that can really transfer a moment from being just kind of a okay moment to a, oh my God, this is an incredible moment, just right? Just a kick them while they're down moment. That's <laughs> what I like to say, yeah. <clears throat> so for the ceremony, Dominic, what do you suggest as far as like a starting point if you're trying mm-hmm. to select songs? Well, for the ceremony, you really only need, you need to start with three. Generally, it's one for the wedding party and the parents and everybody else to get to the altar, the altar in air quotes. Uh, Generally, the bride gets her own song. And then after you say I do the recessional to come off of the altar. And the other two songs are generally called the processional. So it's like the like who's processing up to the altar right. and then the recessional is coming off the altar. Before that, there's prelude music sometimes. I usually start about a half hour before the ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's usually I just play some instrumental stuff. 
um, that's really pretty, but it kind of helps set a nice tone, right? Um, yes. If there's people wandering around somewhere, sometimes the music will pull them in, like, come, come it's to the starting. ceremony. <clears throat> Remember, I don't know if you watched Looney Tunes when you were kids, but when there was like, Bugs Bunny would put a pie on the on the mantle or on the shelf in the window for it to cool off, and the the smell would go oh, out it and would, it would like waft. it would like pull it would like uh, and then, yes and then one of the characters <laughs> was like follow the smell to the bike. That's what I envision when the people are wandering around. They sometimes go in the reception hall. I go no, come over here. I play the music, and that's what I envision. Like pulls them in. Come to the mm -hmm. that's, that's the vision I get. Is that weird? No, it's not weird. But something to think about is you don't have to be incredibly particular about your prelude music because why? There's times where I'm just playing it for me and the squirrels. And you're not going to be there. <laughs> and you're not as there. As the couple. But as people make their way in, it's really, it's a nice, because people, for whatever reason, they think they're like in church because they're all like whispering in there. They're all, everybody's all it's puckered very up. very serious. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, the music kind of helps everybody just, okay, let's all relax. We're not. Sure. It's a wedding, right? Where it is, sometimes it's you're in church. Celebration. But. Yeah. You are sometimes in the church. Um, But for the most part in my head, when we talk about this, we're like on site, like on at a venue, at a venue that has a ceremony site right there. Cause oftentimes if you get married in the church, the DJ is usually not involved. No, they don't normally allow a DJ into the church. Usually you're going to have a musician that is booked by the church or maybe part of the fellowship. Mm -hmm. um, so we are talking about an offsite venue. So as far as your prelude music goes, usually it's like an instrumental, easy listening playlist, something yeah. just kind of background noise. Yeah. <laughs> some I've had couples give me music that they want to play some songs, but I'm like, okay. But again, they've gone to the trouble to pick these songs. And sometimes there's like a half hour worth of music. And the first 10 minutes, there's nobody there. So, yeah. I mean, I would say don't lose sleep over things like the, if you're going to be picking music and you're going to put your effort into it, start with the significant songs, Correct. right? The highlighted songs. And usually depending on the events you're doing or depending on how much your DJ is involved, there's going to be anywhere between seven to 15, maybe more, maybe less. But that's usually the window of, because some people do the bouquet guard or some people don't, right? Mm -hmm. Some people have, for the ceremony, for example, you can do more than three songs. Right. You can pick a song for the parents, one for the grandparents, one for the bridesmaids, one for the groomsmen, one for the flower girl, one for the ring bearer, one for the bride. But your head will explode, right? That's a lot going on. Yes. And what should you be considering when you're picking how many songs do you need? Serena, go. So you're going to want to consider how long the walk is and how many people are in the wedding party. The more people you have <clears throat> and the longer the walk is, the more songs you can add. Because if you have a really short walk or you have uh, a smaller group, you'll only get a very short portion of each song and it won't even be sometimes recognizable to your guests. So it makes sense to just maybe use one song for everyone if it's a shorter walk and you have less people. Mm -hmm. And because if you do the opposite, let's say it's a really long walk because there are places that we work at regularly, venues that you come out of the, the, the bridal suite and then you go around the corner, down the grassy knoll, cross the, mm -hmm. the pavement and then hit the back of the aisle. And you might be three minutes into the song by the time you hit the back of the aisle. True. Maybe not three minutes, but like a good portion of the song. So if there's a, let's say, 12 people that need to process to the altar and you have one song for that and it's a long walk, there's a good chance I'm going to have to loop it, right? So, Correct. which I can, most DJs have the ability to loop it and we have programs and it's very seamless. Um, and if you're doing something that's instrumental, meaning there's no lyrics, it's very easy to loop it. But there have been times where I've been using a song with lyrics because you can do either one. There's no right or wrong way. It doesn't have to be an instrumental. You don't have to use Canon and D. You don't have to mm -hmm. use anything. You can use whatever you want. But if it's a song that's pretty popular and people recognize it, and I'm looping it two, three times, people will start to realize, I know this song, 
It's not that long. <laughs> He's looping it. I heard that verse already yeah. once. Yeah. And even if you have walked it out during the rehearsal and it's timed perfectly and everybody's getting up there and the flower girl was sweet as can be and she made it right up to the altar in perfect timing, the song fit wonderfully. Well, then you put 200 people sitting there that turn around and look at this cute little flower girl. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance she might get stage fright and freeze up. And there's times I'm looking and I have 30 seconds left in the song and I'm like, come on, sweetheart, you're almost there. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, let me just loop it just because I don't want it to end and her right. to be standing there. And then I don't want to start the bride song yet because we're not, it's just like, Every DJ has done that dance where you're like, what am I doing here? Am I looping it or am I going to cross my fingers and hope everybody makes it True. to the altar? True. And so it's important to just take those two factors into consideration. How many people are in the group and how long is the walk? <clears throat> so Be wait, before we move on from that one, because like I was going to describe the situation on the opposite side of that, it's a really short walk because mm -hmm. we have some of those too, where it's just, a, you're just the door shut to the chapel. It's a cute little chapel. It's maybe 20 steps to the altar. And if you have a song for the for the groom, I start the song at the beginning, let's say he wanders up there and like, and sometimes people's nervous energy on anybody going down the aisle, they walk fast. They have a tendency, they say, ready, go. And, brrr, and they mm -hmm. sprint up there, not sprint, but they walk really fast. But the song barely gets started and I'm already fading it out going into the next person. So right. that's, your, that's your balance there is if it's too many songs, everybody gets their own song, but it's a really short walk. It's just going to get really choppy and mm -hmm. I'm barely, I'm just switching songs, switching songs, switching songs. So consider it, walk through it. When you do a rehearsal, you'll have a good idea, but your DJ can probably help this too. But it's not a hard equation to figure out. Just, right. just balance it out. Like we have a lot of people walking. I don't want the DJ to keep looping the song because it's a long walk. So right. maybe pick a second song. Maybe the parents and the grandparents have a song and then the wedding party has a song. Correct. Perfect. And then the bride. So one of our favorite things to do um, on our TikTok is talk through the bride's entrances and kind of paint those pictures for you guys. So if you haven't checked out our TikTok <clears throat> channel, you probably should. Um, and Loads of examples at this point. Good gracious. <laughs> There's a point in a lot of the songs that we select um, that we call the crescendo where there's that moment. Um, we don't call it the crescendo. Everyone calls it the crescendo. Correct. Right. But, <laughs> but it is the crescendo in the song. Right. Or the chorus or the right where the song just hits that big part, right? And if you time it nicely, oh my gosh. I mean, that's what she was talking about with the the emotions will just people be kind of barely holding it together and you know, because they're like they're nervous for everything. And then because one of the things one of the ones we use is at last by Eddie James. We named the company after that song, which right. is so we love that song. But everyone, if most of you know that song, it's got that beginning part, that instrumental, and then you wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And then right when Edda starts to sing, you open those doors and it's like, at last. And there's the bride standing there with dad. And everybody's just like, oh, God, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> so what I wanted to point out is that it's okay to be picky about these things, right? Huh. It's okay oh, yeah. to have these conversations with your DJ. I think sometimes couples, brides in particular, feel like they're asking too much. But you can definitely ask your DJ about um, picking a particular point in the song that you want to enter mm -hmm. to. That is an okay conversation to have. Yeah. And so if you, because people uh, see what happens is if you're into music and you take all this time, you've searched through dozens of songs and you find the song, here it is. This gem right here is the one mm -hmm. I'm going to go down the aisle to. You're going down the aisle. That is a core memory. And if you're walking with your dad or whatever, like that's like something people talk about, like for years to come. Yeah, but years before, years after, it's a m massive point. And they pick the perfect song, and then the doors open and they sprint up to the altar because all that nervous energy, 18 months of planning comes down, and you're like, we're getting ready to go. I got to get up there because we've got the time. We have a half hour of the ceremony. And all this stuff is going through your head. 
and you run up there and then the song is barely gets going. Right. So whoever's walking you, or if you're walking by yourself, cause that's a thing or have your plan or somebody say like, wait for it, wait for it. Don't open the doors, just pause, kind of let that moment, even after the door is open, just wait and kind of stand there for a minute because you've taken months preparing every detail of that outfit. The hair and makeup were four hours just alone that morning, probably, right? <laughs> so just stand there. The flowers were meticulously picked out. The shoes were meticulously picked out. Just stand there and let everybody go like, oh my God, she looks beautiful. And your girlfriend's be like, damn, girl, look at you. Yeah. And then slowly make your way up to the altar. So you get more of that song. Yes, that is okay. Because a lot of times when we're not in the church, the ceremony is not that long anyways yeah. you know it's usually on average about 15 minutes mm -hmm. and it's okay to take a little longer to get up there um and get more of the song like he said yeah and the music can give it more substance the processional at the beginning of the ceremony mm -hmm. gives it more substance because you're right because if you're not doing too many other things during the ceremony right too many other events you're just going to do your vows maybe a reading or a blessing or whatever a poem uh and then you're going to exchange rings and then man and wife and you're like holy cow and i've seen them go Exceptionally really fast. fast, like literally yeah. six minutes, five minutes. Yeah. And because if it's your your cousin and he's up there, he's never done it before, or he or she is nervous and they get nervous. And again, nervous energy. People go like, "We're gathered today. What's going on? Do you take him? Do you take her? Do you have the rings?" And then your man and wife, and you're like, "Dude, slow down, slow down." Yeah, that's a topic for another day. But it sure <clears> is. So, real quick, last thing about like the bride's entrance, for example. If you have a song you really like. Um, the one I just did recently was Luke's, Luke Combs, Better Together. Uh, the first verse just talks about things that are better together, pickup trucks and beer mm -hmm. and fishing and boats. Oh, I, mean, I don't remember exactly what the lyrics are. but Did we mention we're in Texas? We're in Texas, by the way. But it's a beautiful song. <laughs> it but is. then the second verse talks about better together, meaning the relationship, the two mm -hmm. people together together. And then the third one starts by saying something better together, like like my first name with my your first name with my last name. I mean, come on. It's ideal. So. If you listen to a song and you go, man, I really like the, the second verse way better than the start. Tell your DJ, I want to, I want, I want to start the song at 107, for example, and I want the doors to open at 115, and then I'm going to start walking, and you'll hear the song. So it's not like you have to know mm -hmm. like what's the timing at. You'll if you listen to the song, you'll know, and say I'm going to stand there for another 10 to 15 seconds, and then when it hits the chorus, I'm going to be walking during that part because I want to be halfway down the aisle when he says. It's better together, like my last name and your first name. And then you're like, oh, man, it just all comes together. Beautiful. And it's this beautiful, powerful, emotional core memory. Bam. There it is. Yes. It's very a work true. of art. Chef's kiss. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And moving on. So you now you've gotten up Are to you the saying, altar. Moving on. You're just trying to get me to talk about something else. No. Let's talk one more time about the bride's entrance. <laughs> it's one of our favorite parts, <clears throat> yes. obviously. Um, one but more song for the sermon. One more song for the ceremony. And what is that? The recessional. And the recessional. After the I do's. Right. Is after you say I do. So after you've been pronounced and then you want a song that is what? Big. Big. Fun. So, something fun. Yeah. Lyrically appropriate um, in the sense that, you know, it maybe talks about you guys together, love. Yeah. You know, so. Something there's a lot of really yeah, good choices. Yeah. Some people go like we're toe tappy, kind of a fun little ditty, but uh. But again, there's no right or wrong way with this one either, but uh, but it's really kind of like, it's a celebration, right? It's right. a celebration. You're just committed your lives to one another. It should be like a hooray moment and mm -hmm. the song should match that moment. So uh, I'm working on a document. Yes. 
We're trying to get it out this week. So it should be available on our shop, right? Correct. But it is a just a suggestion list. It's just a bunch of songs that we've suggested on TikTok. I've suggested over the years. People have brought to me and I'm like, oh my God, that is a great mm-hmm. song. That is making the list. We are inspired by y'all. That's yes. for sure. Oh my gosh. That's one beautiful thing. As a music lover doing this, I mean, I'm introduced to new music all the time. Mm-hmm. One, there's new music coming out all the time. But there might be some artist that just wrote a little ditty and didn't make really popular, but this person found it, brought it to me for their ceremony. I'm like, oh, that is a great song or great artist. So I have compiled all these to, it's not like a Spotify list. It's literally a, a document where you just have to download download the document, but you can see like, here's, I think there's like 20 songs. I don't know. It keeps growing. <laughs> That's the problem with this thing, but here's some songs for the introduction. Here's a song for the, your first dance. Here's some songs for you and dad or him and mom. It's just kind of like this fill help can help you because it's hard to pick out all these songs sometimes. Yeah. So that's going to be available on our shop very soon. Check that out at theweddingduo.co. But after the ceremony music, what is the next section of music that people should be thinking about? Well, the next thing is usually cocktail hour. And as a DJ, we're like must have music playing at all times. But again, you or the bride and groom or the couple are not usually at cocktail hour, right? Where are they? They're usually taking photos. Pictures, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't need to lose too much sleep over it. But it's kind of cool. I was like, like getting back to my like act one, act two. So we have the instrumental prelude music before the ceremony and the ceremony music, beautiful, followed by the, re- by the recessional. And then I go into cocktail hour and I've got a, I've got a coffee shop playlist with like Dave Matthews, Jason Mraz, mm-hmm. Nora Jones, uh, John Mayer's in there. Oh, you got a Rat Pack playlist where it's got like Sinatra, Buble, Ella Fitzgerald, Etta James, uh, Nat King Cole was in that. That could be a cool vibe because it's like a different, people are all fancy. They're all dressed up. They're like they have a they have a beverage like I should put my pinky up because I got Sinatra <laughs> on the radio. I'm wearing a tie, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then maybe you go inside, and maybe if you're country music, maybe then we do country music during dinner. So that's kind of my thought is like let's just change the whole vibe. Like every time we move the crew, right? Right. It is a different feel for it. But the next one that you would probably be selecting would be your introduction songs. Right. And there's a decision to be made here. Um, you can be introduced in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. That means. When the wedding party and the couple are going from photos, cocktail hour, into the reception to have dinner. So you can make the decision on how you want this to happen. You can either have the wedding party be introduced in pairs. So the names, maybe that's how they came down the aisle. Or something we like to suggest is what? Having the, maybe the girls come into a song, Mm -hmm. bridesmaids come into a song, maybe have the, and then the groomsmen come into a song. And that's not gender specific because sometimes we have a a man of honor Correct. or a, <laughs> a bridesman. So, uh, and it's, it can be really cool, especially one thing to think about is, do they know each other? Like if they just met that morning and yeah. they walked down the aisle together uh, and then now they're going to be, hey, act silly and come in and dance. They might the not be super and comfortable. And you just met this person, right? Yeah. They might, I mean, it might be awkward. If everybody knows each other and you guys were a big party group for years through college, high school, whatever, of course, have them coupled up because that'll be more fun for everybody. But if they don't, maybe the guys know each other and the girls know each other. And even if the girls knew each other just from the bachelorette party, they know each other better than the stranger they're walking in. And then, you know, somebody brought their girlfriend who's really jealous and she's out there shooting daggers. I'm like, oh, I'm just walking down the aisle. Come on, sweetheart. <laughs> I, I'm not. I was her. told to do this. I mean, yes. Yeah. I was just told. Uh, yes, she's holding my arm. I mean, you know, there's those people are out there. They I have are. seen it happen. So anyway, that's one reason to say, I think, like bringing the girls to a girl power song, bringing the guys to a guy song, and then bringing the couple to their song, a love song, yeah. a lovey, something fun, song. 
something that you can really get the party going with because that's the energy you want to bring into the reception is like, mm -hmm. now we've done it. We've said I do. <clears throat> we're married. Let's party. And so that's the vibe you're getting at with your introduction songs for mm -hmm. sure. Because one way I describe it is over the course of your night, you're going to have your hooray moments and you have your aw moments, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, there's different energy in the room and the music can just enhance that moment. Like the song you select for that moment and your introductions might be the biggest hooray moment of the day. Cause I right. want to be like, here they are as a newlywed couple, oh, put your hands together. And everybody's just like, ah, it's like right. a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Well, not maybe, maybe it's a Saturday. Well, Saturday, I was going to say too, for all of you out there that maybe aren't the center of attention type and you don't want that type of <laughs> If thing. your anxiety is going up, just hearing me say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, I've got to turn this off because this guy, <laughs> this guy right here, <laughs> you can do something definitely more mild. You don't have to have that kind of feel. Um, there are ways to just walk into the room to applause and, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be over the top. So please don't feel that or kind of pressure. They will have already seen you at the altar. And if, like I said, if you are not the center, and that's the way people usually say it, we mm -hmm. are not the center of attention types. So yeah, just, they will have already seen you at the ceremony. Just, just join your guest after the pictures are done. That's okay. Or, just the bride and groom can be introduced, or just the wed the newlyweds can be introduced, the couple. Um, we can just say, ladies and gentlemen, our guest of honor have arrived, and yay, golf clap, and then you just kind of make your way in. Or not at all, just come on in. But it is a fun way to have you guys. It's very common to introduce to make it the big. wedding party. Yeah. And some people say, you know what, we don't want to bother with the wedding party, let's just do the bride and groom. But if that's your reasoning, it's like, uh, it's, you know, it's just quicker, like it only takes a minute. I like using the wedding party to kind of prime the crowd, get them all worked up, and then they're all like on their edge of their seats. And then let's bring in the couple. Right. So it's it, like I said, it's, it's a science to me. Like I want to mm -hmm. like, I want to like set the stage, set the table and then crush, rip the room off, rip the rip. Let me try that again. Rip the roof off, <laughs> rip the room off. What is that? Like, am I stealing money from people? What am I doing? So, oh, so yeah, it, it, like I said, it's an art and even something as simple as like, people say, why are you announcing things twice sometimes? Like, because I'm the first one, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, are we ready to bring in the bread and groom and the wedding party and get this thing going? And maybe 10% of the people hear me because you're in cocktail right. hour. Everyone's talking and you hear like, yay. And people go, woo. What happens is people are like, they hear the clapping, they hear the cheers and they're like, wait, something's happening. And, they'll now turn they'll and then I'll be like, let's try that again. We can do better than that. They start to hear me talking. They start to see what's happening. Because even if somebody like maybe one of the bus boys slipped and fell and, and there's a crash, people oh. look, what's happening? Right. So then I'll say it again. Like, we can do better than that. Are we ready to bring in the bride and groom? And now I have. 85% of their attention. Mm -hmm. And then when I start the song, now I have everyone's attention, right? So that's kind of the method to the madness behind the scenes, which is another thing why, why do I need a DJ? I've got an uncle with an iPod. It's an art, people. It takes a long time <laughs> to get the attention, to focus everyone's attention, and then the music just hits it home. Right. And so that's definitely a good point that the MC side of things, what you're talking about now, it's not just about music for the for a good wedding DJ. It really helps with the flow of the event to get people's attention, to let people know what's happening, and to change the energy in the room when appropriate, right? Um, so we're going to move on to, he talked about what are those like hooray moments, the introductions being one of the big ones. But then we can talk about one of the biggest aw moments. Aw. Your first dance. Your first dance, right? And we have said over the years that we have trouble suggesting first dances to couples because it's so personal. It's so personal. It really is. Very we personal. do put some out there because people have shown us 
wonderful examples of songs yeah. that we didn't even know existed. And so we want to let you guys know if it's something that you'd be interested in. But again, it is very personal. And to that point, I know couples and brides in particular sometimes lose sleep over like, what are we going to dance to for our first dance? Maybe the song that they have in their heart or in their head is not lyrically like the best song but it's the yeah. song that was playing like on their first date or you're worried or, about your cousin like why they pick this one you're like right. because it's my day that's why yeah shut up cousin <laughs> you do you on your day so i'm gonna do <laughs> please play the song use the song that means something to you that is significant to you and worry less i would say about what everyone else thinks and but we have a plan b for that too mm -hmm. but we're not going to tell you now this is our this is how we hook you. You're going to have to watch. Listen. You got to listen, listen to the to whole the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there's, so there's a plan B for that. But, uh, and one thing, let's go back to the beginning one time. Some people, if you're looking for a pretty song to go down the aisle to for, let's say, the bride or the wedding party, if you have already picked your first dance, mm -hmm. if you go on, let's say, YouTube and type in your first dance and then type in instrumental afterwards, you might find a really pretty quartet or piano or acoustic guitar rendition of your first dance. And you use that to come down the aisle it's and lovely. then you call it back to for your first dance. Oh, come on. See, we're bringing it together. It's, it's all beautiful. The stars are aligning. That's one way to really, it's a really pretty way to, to incorporate your first dance into multiple places, right? Yes. Don't put in, if a, if a karaoke version comes up, you don't want a karaoke version because mm -hmm. that's basically. In any of your songs. No. Right. You want to type an instrumental because that'll be, you'll see a lot of different versions. Maybe the acoustic guitar version speaks to you, maybe a quartet or just a violin with a piano. There's a lot out there. And again, it's all on that form, but, but it's really pretty to like put that in. But, but if you get a karaoke version, it's going to sound like the song without the lyrics. And then maybe there's background singers in there. It'll be, it'll, it's not the same, not the same thing. Just as an FYI. What are some of the best groups that do instrumental covers that if you're looking on YouTube and you want some inspiration, what are some groups that we like to recommend? Sure. There is a quartet called the Vitamin String Quartet. Vitamin, yeah. like take your vitamins. And they've covered everything from, they've covered, like they did a whole Coldplay album. They did Ozzy Osbourne. Mm -hmm. They've done Guns N' Roses. But they've done the classic. They've done Can't Up Falling In Love. They've done Wonderful Tonight, uh, At Last. I mean, you'll hear all that stuff. And then stuff that's, top 40 that's been on the, they've done perfect by Ed Sheeran. They've done uh, mm -hmm. just all the ones that the usual suspects that you would hear. They've done country and it's really pretty, but maybe a string quartet's not your thing. There's the piano guys. Uh, they do a lot of piano with one or two string instruments. Uh, Brooklyn duo is mm -hmm. a husband and wife like us. Yes. Uh, I think she's on the cello and he's on the piano. Also, they're really pretty and they've done a lot of covers. The guitar tribute players are another one. They do a lot of um, acoustic guitar covers mm -hmm. that are really pretty. Uh, and then soundtracks. Oh my gosh. If you are a Lord of the Rings fan or your man is a Lord of the Rings fan or your significant other is Lord, you could look on a sound. There's one called Concerning Hobbits. There's another one on the same soundtrack for Lord of the Rings called The Shire, but it's, oh, it's so, it's, it's fantastic. So and right when it comes We've on, used it before. any of the other geeks out there like me will be like, <laughs> oh, Lord of the, the Rings. Because you could find ways to bring in your your thing. Your, your things. Like, what are you into? Bring it into your thing. All right. Bring it in. Yeah. So again, for the first dance, um, we suggested maybe using an instrumental version for the bride's entrance. But another thing about the dances, not just the first dance, but also like father, daughter, mother, son, is people get nervous like we were referencing about being the center of attention or dancing in <clears throat> front of everyone. So there's ways to kind of 
help with that. Limited. <laughs> and what do you <clears throat> suggest if someone says, I really love this song, but it's six minutes long and mm-hmm. I'm not going to dance that whole time. What, what can they do? So if you're practicing in your kitchen, like a lot of people do, whether your dad is over for Thanksgiving, like dad, let's figure out what we're doing with this song. We pick the song, let's practice, let's dance. You can, or if it's your significant other, find as much of the song as you want. Usually we try to shoot for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Why two minutes? Two minutes so that, first of all, you can dance for at least a little bit yeah, together. It goes very quick. It two does. minutes still goes by very quick. And also so that the photographer can get some of those genuine shots of yeah. you guys dancing together. Because yeah. they're going to try to, because generally people, when they're dancing, they're turning and they're going to try to like catch it organically where mm-hmm. either maybe you like uh, suddenly going for a hug or a kiss or you just rest your head on the shoulder. I mean, those are great pictures, are. great moments. And it's going to happen organically. I've seen photographers where they're like, you know, they're kind of like, oh, look at that. and they stop the dance and they look and smile. I go, no. oh my God, your whole <laughs> night is filled with those. Yeah. Don't, and most photographers don't do that. They just want to catch it. So give them a couple minutes just as it naturally is happening. They can wait till you're in front of, you know, the sweetheart table rather than the trash cans and the fire hydrant. Right. Because that's what they do. My fire hydrant, the fire extinguisher. I don't think there's a fire hydrant. In it. Maybe that's the decor they were going for. Maybe, Maybe he's a firefighter. Okay. I don't know. The groom's cake is a fire hydrant. Okay. So <laughs> see how I recovered? Was that a good recovery? That was, that was pretty good. So they're going to want to wait till you're in that spot and they're going to try to capture that picture. They're going to take a lot, but they're going to try to capture it. And the videographer as well. They're going to try to capture that moment. So give them at least probably two minutes between mm-hmm. 150 and 210. But in the song, there may be a spot where they go into a guitar solo or they finish the core chorus. And it's like, da, 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 da. And then they go in and it kind of the song drops. It makes sense. It makes sense. It right. fits in the song. And that's usually where I can fade it down as your, or your DJ can fade it down and say, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins. Everybody's like, yay. Another way you can do it is like, say the bride's dancing with dad, for example, as she's coming around, if you're just like over it, just kind of look at your DJ and kind of give me a nod. Like, mm-hmm, okay, we're ready. That might be something you'll have that conversation before the event and just say, hey, if I'm ready to end the song, is it okay if I like give you a look, give you a nod? Mm-hmm. Just just have that conversation <clears throat> with your DJ so that they're aware that that's what that means. Because any good DJ is not going to want to cut a song off, you know, that that's significant to you guys unless he knows it's okay or he or she knows that it's okay. And I almost always, during dinner, I go up to whoever is doing the dance. I go up to the mother of the, of the groom and I'll be like, so the song you picked was Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. It's six minutes long. And they're like, oh, geez. And I go, yeah, that, you don't want that whole song. But if that's a song that was like special to you, maybe she's a Skinner fan that they wanted to use it. Like, yes, right. use it. There's plenty of time in there after about two minutes. But even this past weekend, the groom gave me a nod. He was dancing with mom. And I was like, hold on. We're in the middle of the chorus. I just took the professionalism. Yeah. Uh, I just decided, like, I just looked at him. I, I go, I gave him like a, I put my finger up. I was just, let me just finish this, finish the chorus. And then, da, 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 da. and I said, ladies and gentlemen, our groom and his mom. And I faded the song. Out. They hugged it out. Everybody was clapping. I still let the song play a little bit more while we moved on to the next event. Uh, and it works really well. The cutest way to do it, especially for the couple, is if you're rehearsing in your, and I'm not saying you don't need to do like a whole choreographed dance, no. but if you just dance, if there's a part in the song and you're like, right at 207, it goes into the instrumental. The cue to the DJ can be like, just wait for our dip. We're going to do a twirl. He's going to dip me. And then that's, and it's great. It's like, it's a whole, it's all like yeah. planned out. Here comes the dip. And I say, ladies and gentlemen, the Jenkins. Yay. And everybody yeah. claps. And then you guys kiss and you sh- you stand back up. And as you like hug it out, whatever this, I, the song like goes a little bit more. And then I kick the groom out of there and I bring in dad. Right. Often, and that's kind of how that's what you're doing. We progress through those dances. Mm -hmm. So the big part of the night that everyone asks about and everyone (laughs) wants to know is 
the dancing music. So like, do you have to decide on like open dancing songs or should you take requests? There's a lot of questions that we get about the party portion of your event. Um, there's kind of a science about like how much and how little do you involve yourself in the music selection for the dancing, right? Do you trust your DJ or do you give him, you know, nine hours of music and, and kind of handcuff him to that or her? Um, so what is, what are your thoughts on dance music? It's really hard when there are DJs out there and again, I'm not trying to hate anybody, but there are DJs that do a lot of beat mixing and they have songs that work and they're like, no, I, you can't, I have, you can give me one or two songs, but then I get to pick the rest. And I have a hard time with that personally. As a music lover, I know my family. I know my friends. We have songs like that we came up together with party songs significant to us. Maybe the girls have a get ready song and you got maybe they all like went to see Taylor Swift together in concert or whatever right. it is, right? Or my family. My family, we're all musical weirdos or you could play anything from the Grease soundtrack and my sisters and I will go out <laughs> and just sing at the top of our lungs. And I know that about my family, my friends as you know that about your family and your friends. So my perspective is you can give me as much or as little input as you want right. with the music. But keep in mind, generally in an hour, you can do about 18 to 20 songs, right? Depending on the genre, depending on the whatever era they're from. Because, you know, if we're doing a lot of classic ballads, you're going to get four because they're all long. <laughs> but if you're doing old stuff, they tend to be like two and a half minutes long. But somewhere some songs are, you know, like in that range. So if you give your DJ seven hours of music and you're only dancing for two and a half hours mm -hmm. over your event, you can do the math. Yeah. There's going to be <laughs> ones that just get missed and it'll get lost in the shuffle because you're like, Oh, but I really wanted to hear this one. You go, mm -hmm. yeah, but it was buried in seven hours of music. So scrub your list down. Right. I think it's great. If you say, here's 20 songs that I really want you must to fit play. In. Yeah. The must play. And then as your DJ, the professionals that do this for a living, like we're going to have songs that we use to kind of segue in between or kind of right. like to come out of a genre into another genre. But like I said, there's nights where they give me a whole bunch of music and I do my darndest to hit mm -hmm. as many as I can off their list, but there's more than I can get you often. Right. And that's true. So also a lot of things uh, or a lot of couples ask us about requests, like asking guests for their requests for the dancing portion. And what do you suggest for that? It depends. If they come walking up during the event and some people say, we don't want to take requests. Right. The couple will yeah. tell me no request. And you can do that. My drunk uncle is going to come up there and ask for baby shark. And I'm not, I mean, so right. you guys set up a filter as well. Like there's a do not playlist on our forum that they, they, either they don't want, they don't want country this past weekend. They said, you know, uh, we didn't want Carrie Underwood. And I go, why are you, why are you hating on Carrie Underwood? Okay, <laughs> sure day. That's uh, okay. So, but whatever reason, I think it was because his ex loved Carrie Underwood there you go. and he went to a concert with her to Carrie yep. Underwood. So and it's like a negative that's a association. Good reason. That's a great reason to put, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. see why she's a good looking woman. I'm sorry. You yeah. know what? Maybe true. I'm not going to be jealous. Don't <laughs> okay. worry. So, uh, so yeah, so it has to go through y'all's filter and then it has to go through my filter. I'm not going to play baby shark because he thinks it's funny and I'm going to clear my dance floor. Cause it takes it's effort sometimes to get everybody out on the dance floor and I'm going to clear them all off. Cause drunk uncle thinks it's hysterical to play baby shark. So no. your DJ will have a filter as well. So whenever somebody comes up and says, are you taking requests? My standard answer is only good ones. Don't come up here with some nonsense, right? Cause I'm not going to mm -mm. do it. Mm -mm. Um, or if it's somebody that just sat in the corner and wants to hear a song like, dude, you haven't been on the dance floor one time right. or they don't night. dance to it. After or they don't they dance. Make you want to make a DJ mad, request a song. <laughs> and I make all the effort to get the song genres to that song. And then you don't even dance to it. Mm -hmm. I want to go out there and mm -hmm. grab them by the collar and drag them out, sit them on the dance floor. Like, we need to do you're going to sit here. On that. And what, let's no, I'm just kidding. I'm not that angry. No, um, he's not. I just roll my eyes and go back to what I'm doing. Um, but 
if you want to ask your guests before they even mm -hmm. arrive and say, hey, give us a song, right? If you just say on your RSVP, whatever, hey, do you have a song you want to hear? Ask them for a dance song. Mm -hmm. Ask them for a party song. What? Ask the question, what song will get you on the dance floor? Because if you just ask them for a song, what are we going to get? We're going to get their song, like either their first dance song or their slow song as a couple. 80% of the songs <laughs> that I will get will be their first dance. Yeah. And we cannot play minimal slow songs, honestly. If minimal you want a dance songs. party, yeah. If you want I can't a party. play all of everybody's slow songs. And then they'll come up to me during the event and say, hey, did you get my request? It was this one. You know, that was our first dance. I go... Yeah, and you got your first but dance. you realize it's not your day, right? <laughs> it's not your day. It's not your right. wedding day. I mean, I get it because I tell this to two people all the time too. There are guests that will be at your wedding that haven't danced together mm -hmm. since their wedding day, right? Because people have kids. They go back to work. They don't go clubbing a lot after no, you're right. married, right? There right. are plenty of people that didn't go clubbing before they got married. Even at the club, they don't play slow songs like that. They so. don't usually. So <laughs> they want, they're all dressed up. They're out. They got a sitter. They're away from the kids. I get it. They want to like, mm -hmm. oh, let's, let's we're at a wedding. Let's have our dance. And if I can, I'll fit in a slow song. But if I have, if I get a playlist, here's the songs, the guest request, 80% of them are all slow songs. Mm -hmm. I can't, I'm There's not going to no do way. that. Your party no will die on the vine and it'll, everyone will just leave. But so, right. so be aware of that. So those are some good some suggestions. Tips. Yeah. For, for the dancing portion. Um, so the end of the night, like how do we end the party? in the most spectacular, phenomenal, just like, dang, that was a good party way. Well, some people want to dance for four and a half hours mm. and I've done it, but you have more of a tendency for the party to kind of go. Because mm, that's a long kinda, time. It's a long time. People don't sometimes go to the club for that long. And they and weren't up at 6 a.m. doing yes, hair and makeup, right? Because especially there's nights where it's nine o'clock and the bride starts getting glassy eyed. I'm like, you good? Red Bull. I need Red Bull for the bride. Red Bull for the bride. Because it's just a long day. And emotionally. Mm -hmm. This has been building up. This day has been building up for you for months, right. years in some right. cases. And you finally hear you're finally there. And then it's just kind of like, it just all hits you like, wow, it's, it's, yeah, it's almost done. And you get this emotional drain. Like you do after, and we've all been in events like this, that you mm -hmm. plan for something. And it's finally over. And you're just like, Oh, thank God. And you just get this. Ugh. So you don't need to dance for five hours. I mean, unless you're in Europe. If you're listening to this in Europe, I am aware. <laughs> they party differently. The Americans don't party they for party seven days straight until everyone is dead in the alley out back, passed out. Uh, oh and then God. they just wake up and come back and party some more. So right. I know Europeans do it a little bit differently. But um, so I think it's better to like have a good solid dance party and end it with like a thank you, good night. And everybody's like, whoa, that man, was that was a good party. Woo, yes. That's how you want to end it. And it's good to have, I like to end it with something timeless, just like I started, something that all the generations will know. Mm -hmm. And even if they're not dancers, I want them to come out. So I like to do like a big sing-along, a Sweet Caroline, a Don't Stop Believing, a Friends in Low Places, a Dixieland Delight, whatever it is, yeah. uh, or We Are the Champions, right? <laughs> or even like a Bohemian Rhapsody while we're on Queen. Bring, and I'll invite everybody out. Like, let's all come out. And everybody's out there like, sweet Caroline. And I turn the music off and they all go, ba, ba, ba. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's a so, great way to end it. Nobody's intimidated by that last song. And I invite them out and they'll come out. And I'll be like, get out here. And they start seeing everybody else come out. The pictures are great. And that's how you get that end. We're like, thank you. Good night. And everybody's like, wow, that was awesome. And those songs get <clears throat> some hate. 
they get called cliche wedding songs, but for a reason, they work. People know them. People will come out to them. They will dance to them. They will sing to them. So it doesn't necessarily even have to be those songs. Yeah. If there's a song <clears throat> that you guys love as a family, as a group of friends, and you know everyone will get out there for then tell your DJ to end with that song. Mm -hmm. Maybe so, you've had the time of your life. Wow. And you want to end with the lift? Let's not have him sing it, though. Maybe Let's you should just right play now. it. Yeah. One last thing before we end this episode. The trend that started years ago that we love is the solo dance at the end of the night. So what that is, is everybody goes out to line up for your send-off, whether that be sparklers or bubbles or balloons or whatever it is. Um, but you and your now spouse get one last dance in the room, empty room together. And it's just a really wonderful way to soak in the fact that you just got married, that you just had this phenomenal night and you guys can dance just for a few minutes together. The photographer's usually in there getting a few pictures. Um, but in choosing that song, we're going to go back to the first dance thing, mm -hmm. right? We were talking about how sometimes couples have a hard time choosing a first dance uh, because they feel like lyrically it's not appropriate or it doesn't work for the first dance spot. The plan B that we referenced earlier was to use that song during your solo dance and maybe choose a different song for your first dance in front of everyone. So that is a great option. You can sometimes do you know, an entirely different song for the solo dance or your first dance again. There, There's a lot of ways to handle it, but we it's do really, encourage people. It's, it's such a beautiful moment because your day is not quite done yet. You're still in your dress. He's still in the suit mm -hmm. or whatever's left of the suit. The suit yeah. <laughs> Maybe the tie is off or the jacket's off, but your day is not quite done. You're still there. Um, so I usually MC it like this would be after whatever that song was, Sweet Caroline or Don't Stop Believing. I'm like, thank you. Congratulations. One more time, you two. And everybody cheers. Hey, I go. If you would, please head out front. We're going to grab a sparkler. We're going to line up. We want everybody in the picture because I want everybody out of the room. Right. There's always somebody who's in the back. Grandma's sitting there half awake. I'm like, no, come on, Grandma. Come on. Yeah. Just <laughs> and your planner can help yeah, encourage yeah, yeah, for people. Sure. And I, it's usually two or three announcements that I have to make to get sure. everybody out because people are like, where's my shoes? Where's my phone? I have to go to the bathroom. Let me catch up with Aunt Betty one more time. You know, and you're just like, yeah, but just, just, just push everybody out. And then we shut the doors and you get that last song. And I usually call it a solo dance because. If you say a private dance, it makes it sound like you're stir gloves. But people call it the remembrance <laughs> dance or whatever they call it. Um, but like she said, the photographer and videographer will be in there for half the song. And then they go out to get set up mm -hmm. for the send off. So you absolutely get, it's just the DJ and the two of you. It is really a powerful way. It to really, it's it really, really is fantastic, lovely. charming, wonderful, beautiful. All the good words. All the good words. All the good words. So that's it. We talked about music. Finally. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's long. This is our longest one yet. Yeah. So <clears throat> the ones we skipped over, like if you want to do the bouquet garter anniversary dance, mm -hmm. those are all suggestions we have on that same form that you can download right. on our, on our shop. Um, some people don't do them. Some people love to do them. Uh, and like I said, there's a lot of songs that traditionally people like to use and the girl songs or the guy songs or the silly songs. Yep. The Magic Mike songs. The Magic Mike songs. Shout out to Pony. But it really is becoming <laughs> a trend to not do them as much. We're yeah, seeing it less and less. And so it's totally up to you um, to make those decisions for anything that happens in your wedding. Because like we like to say. A wedding day is exceptionally personal. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody talk you into anything you really don't want to do or talk you out of anything you have your heart set on. Exactly. It's your day. It's your day. Do you? Happy wedding planning. We'll see y'all next or hear y'all the next time. <laughs> Should I sing it out? 
at last. Oh, wow. Here we go. All right, y'all. Happy wedding planning. Bye. Hey, so thanks for listening to our podcast. If you found any of this information helpful and you know somebody who may be engaged or is a maid of honor, maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend. Absolutely. So screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, and tag the wedding duo. We promise to share the love back. Also, if you are interested in more resources or the show notes, you can go to theweddingduo.co. We have one-on-one virtual sessions, a shop, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out.